from the latest happenings on the diamond. Still getting on base a lot with walks. We have not seen the power um, as much as we have, but he's having really good at bats. To all the insight and expertise on things outside the ballpark. I mean, yeah, our charcuterie board is just like, you know, peak bougie. Let's just be honest, right? Like, if you really think about the concepts, like, you're just throwing some meat and cheese on a, on a plate. We only turn to one person. Batter up. It's Sophia Minnert on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group's exclusive best used car selection of over 600 of your favorite cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit any of their eight locations or shop online at ewaldauto.com. Ewald Automotive, where we make it easy. Always love to talk to Sophia Minnert each and every Wednesday here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy especially when the Brewers are in the middle of a great series with the St. Louis Cardinals and American Family Field. Good morning, Sophia. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Great. Well, I mean, no, great. it's great. Is it? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump days. <laughs> There's we've light been, at the end of the tunnel. We've been all over the place this morning, Sophia. So um, hopefully you can bring some much-needed st- stability to the show this morning, or we'll end up dragging you down with us. We'll have to wait and you know see you in about 10 minutes. But the one question I do want to ask about the Brewers, because I see everybody, whether I go to The Athletic or ESPN.com, like everybody's putting out these pieces of, oh, here are some potential trade candidates that could be out there. And the trade deadline Mm -hmm. is still so far away. August 2nd is the trade deadline in baseball this year. So I feel like those are mock drafts in the NFL. Like when they come out in January, (laughs) I know I shouldn't pay attention to them. I mean, I still click on it and look, you know, same thing with these. But when do I actually have to start paying attention to some of the names that could be out there for the Brewers for that August 2nd deadline? I would say, honestly, realistically, probably not until the All-Star break. Now, you can never rule anything out. Um, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, David in the front office make moves at, at different times. So, again, you never know when a deal can present itself. But I do think that one thing we have to consider with the, the trade deadline this year is just the expanded playoff format of now, you know, six teams, from each league getting in, it's going to be a different postseason format. The wild card format is going to be different. Um, so I do think there are going to be more teams in contention. And when you have that, obviously that affects, you know, who's available, who's willing to make moves, who's not. Um, and I think especially in the National League, like, it's it's already very competitive. Um, you know, that, that National League West, you've got three legitimate teams there. And the NL Central, I think everybody recognizes that you know, the Brewers and the Cardinals. Um, and then the National League East, you know, like the Philadelphia Phillies have come on strong. The Mets have been at the top. Um, so I, I think a lot can still change. But I think having that expanded postseason format may may affect the trade deadline. Um, and, and we don't really know how. We don't know if that's going to lead to more activity or less activity. But um, I do think that's something to consider. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an unintended consequence, Sophia, of having that expanded postseason right. because more teams think they can get in. So now the teams that are definitely out of it, that just shrinks down. And, well, I mean, those teams are bad for a reason. How many good players can actually contribute to your team? Right. And and normally if you're, you know, if you're a contending team or you're trying to make that move that's going to get you over the hump, like, you know, top prospects aren't going to get the job done for you in August and September. Um, so again, it's like who, which pieces are going to be available at the major league level? Like, 
and, you know, with the thing with trades is it always takes two, right? There has to be alignment on needs and, and you know, filling holes or, or adding to places where you feel like you need to address your debts. Um, I, I feel like, you know, obviously the relief market is always where people go, I think, too. Like, you, should, you can just never have enough pitching. So it is going to be an interesting trade deadline. Um, I'm kind of anxious to see how it all plays out. And, and again, the standings kind of at the all-star break, and as we get closer to the deadline, we, we all know that, like, deadlines just create more urgency, and, and that's when you'll really see more movement. Sophia, was the Lorenzo Cain release a difficult decision for the organization? I, I mean, they have to pay him anyways. Um, mm-hmm. And he's such a great guy, great locker room guy. Did, did time just wasn't on his side? They let him play it out, and he just couldn't get there? Yeah, I, I think that's, that's a pretty fair assessment. I, I, look, I do think it was it was a very like bittersweet day for everyone. And, and even when these decisions are made you know, by David in the front office, these are not easy decisions to make. You know, this has been a really significant contributor to the organization the last couple of seasons. And I know, you know, it's easy for fans to point to how it ends. And, and I understand that, you know, the game can very much be, what have you done for me lately? And, and the production has not been what anyone hoped for and certainly not what Lorenzo hoped for this year. And, and to his credit, he was very honest about that. Um but I do think it's like you kind of, if you're able to take a step back from that of, of how it ended, I, I do think that, you know, you, you think back to January 25th, 2018, when the Brewers got Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain on the same day. And, and at the time when they signed Lorenzo, that was the biggest contract they'd ever given out to a free agent. Um, and, and honestly, everything changed after that, you know, Um Everything changed, and he was a huge part of that, of just the leadership he brought, the clubhouse presence, of course, the defense. Um, I mean, he was a really solid offensive contributor those first couple of seasons, too. I think people forget he finished seventh in the MVP voting in 2018. Um, He was just a huge part of kind of bringing that, like, that toughness and that um, competitiveness and, and just kind of changing the culture here of, like, no, we're, you know, the team's going to go after it, and um, obviously, 2018 ended up being just a, an incredible season, and it's been it, that was the start of, of everything that we've seen the last couple of years. So, I think you you understand, you know, baseball and business wise, the decisions that sometimes need to be made. But I think it it doesn't necessarily make the decisions easier in terms of the impact. Talking with Sophia Minert, we do it every Wednesday here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Okay, Sophia. Uh, we started the show today talking about good and bad driving. Chewy said that if you have two hands on the wheel, you can't possibly be a good driver. Ten and two. <laughs> what Driver's con- ed. Yeah, what constitutes? Yeah, what constitutes a good driver or a bad driver in your world? Oh boy. Well, I am probably not one to speak to this. Um, I Wait. tend to be a speedy driver. A so- what driver? I mean, I, I follow, I follow like, you know, the rules of the law. Um, I do have a, I think we've talked about this on the show, right, regarding speeding tickets. I do have a couple speeding tickets on my record, but knock on wood, not recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, as long as you're, you know, primarily paying attention to the road. Um, so you're kind of in the gen We can all be distracted drivers. You know, we're all guilty of it, right? We can all be distracted drivers. So 
Um, I, but I feel like as long as you're, you know, like 75-ish, 80-ish paying attention, that's that's pretty good. So you're close to Jen, but Jen will do her makeup while driving. She'll have the oh. Diet Coke in one hand and the chicken sandwich in the other, steering with her legs. Her you're not there. Her admitting to us that she was like editing an Instagram reel like while she was driving was one of the more horrifying texts I've ever received from her. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be, I have definitely done my makeup while driving. Um, I generally also have some sort of beverage in my hand while driving. Um, I mean, fortunately now we don't need to like hold the phone to Is talk. That a Are you getting a car that we pulled over right now? Behind you, um, guys. It's not for me though. <laughs> that would have been amazing. I mean, that was impeccable. <laughs> That could have been a really interesting segment. <laughs> oh, that was great. For being honest, I was kind of hoping for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I was. For the content, I'm sorry, Sophia. I'd be like, guys, stick around. <laughs> <laughs> so much for knocking on wood. <laughs> yeah, right? I, yeah, I am driving. There's terrible traffic on 94, so I'm not sure what this was about. But I am paying attention, guys. Uh. The other thing I, I need to ask you is there, there's kind of been a little bit of animosity going on between our show and Scalzo and Brust in the afternoon. Uh, so before my wedding, Sophia, Ben Brust called me. My wedding was on a Saturday. He called me the Sunday before asking if he could have a plus one. I granted, eventually I granted him his plus one because the, the person he's dating happens to be a good Karma Brands teammate. And he came on our show, Chewy said this person's name on the radio, which is like her one request that she had from Ben is, I don't want my name to be used on the radio, so Chewy said it. Chewy then said it again. Oh, no. Yeah, Chewy. But in my defense, she came up to me at Gabe's reception and was fine. She's like, ah, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Ben's just making a big deal out of it. So... Chewy said okay. it again. So you thought it was a non-issue. Yeah, so yes. Chewy said it again yesterday. Ben got all upset. Does does Chewy owe Ben an apology, or is Ben just being a little oversensitive right here? I feel like if Chewy addressed it with her directly, that should be the end of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can't really walk that one back. Like, if you, you know, if you already said her name. And then it's out there. If you... If you if you already said her name and you addressed it with her directly and she told you, you know, I mean, you can't control yeah. if she's being truthful or not to you. But if she told you, you know, you did your part to address it with her directly. And if she told you it wasn't a big deal, then, you know, it's not a big deal. So now we call her know. Green of the Garden. Green of Earth. Oh, Green of Earth. <laughs> That's Sorry. her name because potentially Aaron Rodgers, oh, okay. new girlfriend, Blue of Earth, and yeah. it's a whole thing on Scouts oh, Brust. Sure. Listen to the whole thing. You can catch it Wisconsin On Demand. Sophia, we always appreciate the time and always appreciate you playing along with our stupidity here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And I'm glad I didn't get pulled over. <laughs> I mean, it's been a good conversation, I, guys. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed you weren't pulled over, Sophia, but now, now that the segment is over, I hope you get home safely. <laughs> Thank you, guys.